Welcome everyone to another episode of the warm up here. I'm here with the guys. It's me, Chris Sniper. We got Kev RL and we got Reg up in the building. Say what's up to everyone who's tuning in, taking their time out of their busy schedule to, to give us a listen to, man. Say what's up to them, man. What's up, everybody? Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for coming to see us again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? Cool, cool, cool. And if this is your first time rocking with us, this is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and everything else through the lens of black culture. We're here every Tuesday, drop every Tuesday. So tune in every Tuesday. And, uh, you know, check us out on social media. We're Grindhouse Network, Grindhouse NTWK or IG on Twitter. we also on the Reddit. we also in the Discord, the description. So all that stuff, the links is always in the description boxes. Um, of our respective platforms. Speaking of platforms, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, uh, Anchor. We are any place you get your favorite podcast and audio from the audio side. And then if you're here on the YouTube side, you know, check us out. If you're in the YouTube area in the neighborhood, uh, check us out, man. You get to see some of the more visual antics that goes on. And uh, yeah, man, uh, anything I miss? I think you got it, man. I was on point. I was on point tonight. Cool. Congrats. Oh, thank you, man. I, I tried. Check I tried. that box. Check that box. One out. One out of five. I'm about to <laughs> go ahead and knock, knock the other four out. Let's see how this goes, man. So let's get started, man. Steph, Steph Curry, this guy here, man, is the new three-point king. He has hit 2,974 2, three-pointers in his NBA career, the regular season, and is now the number one spot um, on the NBA all-time list, setting the milestone against the Knicks game, surpassing right, uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen, you know, gave him the love that he is much appreciated, man. Everyone was really looking forward to watching it. There was a Steph Curry three-point watch for like a good week and a half uh, to see when he was going to break it, and it took him, um, you know, the, Madden, the trip to Madison Square Garden to actually do it. So. Uh, the new three-point king, Steph Curry. Oh man, what do you guys think about that? How did y'all feel about the, uh, the, 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 you know, milestone? Milestone. What the record-breaking milestone? How do y'all feel about that, Reg? I know you're you're light-skinned fan. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Why why everybody always saving it for the Guardian? Like I feel like everybody but the Knicks are breaking records in the Garden. Like, what's going on? Um, special place, man. It's a special place. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, you know, uh, he obviously works very hard at it. It's he still has a long way to go. We don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. So I think it's amazing to see somebody break that record. How he's done it. How he's taken. You know taking that responsibility of scoring for his team and just being a leader in general and just living up to it year in and year out so i, I think it's a great beat great accomplishment to be honest cool yes, man. Sweet, yeah. sweet calf, man what you got what's your thoughts on it man it's always good you know to win these championships i know that's the main reason why they're there and these individual things sometimes come and go but this one is a big one like the t- these top two guys ray allen reggie miller I mean, we've been watching them for years and years and years, and these guys are superstars from from that position, from from that three-point line. To see him do it, I expected it, but also considering the number of games in which he did it, I think compared it to Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, I was very shocked, very surprised, but at the end of the day, very happy to see such a skilled player change the game in the way he's doing it, man. 2,977 threes in 
789 games as compared to 1300 games for Ray Allen. There's like no comparison. He was meant for this. He was he was born for this. For for that for that for that shot. For for changing the game in which he has. He, he's doing his thing, and I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy to be a witness to it. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I echo a lot of those sentiments. Uh, the only thing I will um, address is the fact that you know he did he did do it. I think he was the first. Um, he was the first player to make shooting high volume number of threes acceptable or standard or commonplace in the game. Uh, I I have a lot of conversations about that with other people were talking about like, um, you know, kind of talking about the games. It took him only 700 games to do it. And, you know, we had to think about it. Ray Allen was not really a three-point shooter in the beginning of his career. He was a slasher. He was dunking. Duncan. He was a playmaker. Yeah. Yep. And then as he got older, he kind of became this three-point specialist. And um, Reggie Miller's always been a three-point specialist, but you know, two or three threes a game versus ten to twelve threes a game, as far as like the volume, it, it makes a difference in your in your numbers and stuff. And you know, a lot of the game is was played inside out. But I mean, nonetheless, uh, this is where the game is, and he has shown that it's a sustainable way to um, to to win a championship, to succeed, to be successful in the NBA. And he's definitely been like. Uh, the the pioneer or if not the poster child for um, you know the style of basketball that you probably see today like if you think about the NBA in 2020 2021 you know the way it's played it's very fast-paced um, there's a lot of threes going up a lot of people from different positions shooting them like it's became more valuable yeah. it, but it's because Steph and and Clay Thompson I, I don't want to take him out of the picture because I believe that's that's a very uh, key ingredient, but uh, yeah. between both of them, man, they showed that it was a very possible thing to do. So, yeah. uh, kudos to him. Uh, kudos to people who believed in him. Kudos to the people who helped him put in the work. Kudos to Steph for putting in the work. Uh, and kudos to his ankles for not giving out on him. Definitely, uh, <laughs> it could be a different career. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to him. Uh, yeah, Madison Square Garden got a hex on it. everyone. It's like, it's like everyone except for New York Knicks can succeed and do anything okay. in Madison Square Garden. But uh, I digress. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I did hear, man. Like I said, I hear a lot of stuff, man. Uh, this is kind of one of our fan requests that we got a while ago. Uh, do we think that the fans will ever get bored of seeing the high volume of threes of uh, considering how everyone shoots threes all the time now? So like, uh, do you think that that's something that is going to become uh, a little bit a little bit mundane as far as the excitement that's around shooting threes? Cat, uh, what do you think? I don't think so, but I do want to address some some facts though. It's easy for us to get things misconstrued because of how it looks, right? And I don't know, maybe it is like that in a given game. But if I look at the total stats with respect to the number of career attempts from three-point line, I haven't looked at Reggie Miller, but I did look at the Ray Allen. And Ray Allen had like 7,000 and something. Let's see, let me check it out real quick. 7,400, right? And Steph, over his career, 6,900. So he's not only done it in less games, he's also done it in less attempts. Mm -hmm. So there is a volume there because of course he's played much less games. But if you consider the fact that he's taken this many and has such a strong percentage with, with makes, why, why we get sick of it? We're, we're there to see players play, 
points get put up on the board in all kind of creative ways, whether it be dunks, layups, and three-pointers. And I don't know, something about this, being able to shoot from afar, have that precision, that accuracy, it's still amazing. It's, 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 it could be a little less amazing for some people than a dunk or then a nice little slash and a spin move. But yo, it's still amazing to watch. And I don't know if I'm going to get bored of it specifically, just like, oh, I'm sick of threes. If the game entirely gets that way, then I can see, you know, we kind of like something needs to change. We want to see a little bit banging, a little bit of more scales rather than a, a three-point shooter. It's not, this is not all-star three-point shooter. We, we have that stage for that type of game. But I don't think it'll get there. It won't get there. There's too many different dynamics on the court. It's a team sport. Nonetheless, we don't have players necessarily doing we don't have players, we have players overlapping, but we have players with the individual skill sets and what they bring to the to the team. And that will always be valuable and I think that will continue throughout the game. So once we maintain that balance of varying skill sets, I'm good. Shoot away. Shoot away, young boy. Shoot away. <laughs> Alright. Rich, what you got? I have to agree wholeheartedly. I don't think it's gonna get bored. I think uh I think sometimes we, we, you know, we look at the way basketball was played or we look at big plays like alley-oops and dunks and be like, oh, that's exciting. But threes just add to the drama. Like it, at the end of the day, it's, you know, the same way we look at N1 plays, like the ability to swing and make a big difference in the score. Because otherwise, like this is going to be like a, a slug match where it's just like, okay, this team gets a two point, this team gets a two point. The fact that you can, you know, close the gap in a lead or go ahead and, you know, take off and make make that blowout even bigger by landing a whole bunch of threes, it just adds another element to the game where you don't have to just sit here and be like, all right, let's back off the three-point line and just make it, you know, you got to keep the uh, defense honest. You can't just sit there and lock down the paint. You got to watch everybody. And I feel like the threes also just added to the way the game is played. We said, oh, the post is not doing... I see some players playing in the post and doing pretty well. I see some people knocking down mid-range shots. You're seeing these big guys like Jokic and Bead, Bam out of bio, shooting, shooting some mid-ranges and some post shots. So you have this whole gamut of tools to use and the three-pointers just being inserted in there too. So I just like it. I, I feel like it's just another another weapon, uh, another weapon in there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the same. Uh, this is actually uh, just again an evolution of the game. Yeah. I remember back, you know, I wasn't alive, but you know, allegedly, you know, we 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 seen videos of people doing sky hooks. You know, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had the most unstoppable move in the NBA, like, and everyone in the park was trying to mimic this. Like, it, it's 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 a thing, right? And then. It became, it went from that to being Magic Johnson, throwing no-look passes, doing the whole Showtime Lakers, running gun style of play to Michael Jordan, being, you know, everyone wants to be like Mike. He had the whole commercial, the branding, global marketing. You know, everyone wanted his shoes. Like, no one, I don't remember anyone saying they wanted Larry Bird shoes, but I remember people saying they didn't want Michael Jordan shoes. And even to this day. Larry Bird had shoes? Larry Bird had shoes? Yeah, they'll come versus. Yeah, he had some shoes. He had shoes, see? So... Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is that the, the game evolves as, you know, people develop bigger skill sets and things that, you know, where they can be really efficient at this new style of playing. And this is, this, to me, this is like any other sport, whether it's soccer, baseball, uh, where it's like you're not trying to go for the home runs, but you're doing a lot of like 
ground balls that you just you doing you doing the running game where you're just kind of like loading the bases and then you know everyone has different different styles of plays and anytime you do something to kind of upset the um, the the market then you know it makes it forces the other teams to have to you know uh, you know yeah yeah to contest and they have to they have to adapt to the, your new way of thinking um, so I don't think people are going to get oh this is going to be a boring thing I don't think people will get bored of it uh, I know people who still enjoy dunking, and I remember dunking was the highlight of the '90s. Like, how many, how many ways can you dunk on someone? Like, that's just the thing, right? Just, you know, whether you're dunking on a center like a Mutombo, or you're doing 360s, you know, dunks in the in game, or like all these high flying. Like Vince Carter was, like we was waiting to see him dunk. Like that's we, that's we need to go see Vince Carter in game to see him dunk. So, uh, so I, I don't think this is going to go away. Um, and it's just like Duncan has to go on the way. When we see a really good dunk, you see John Morant dunking on folks, like everyone stands up because you want to see it. So just another element that we're going to add. Maybe someone pulls up from half court to, to hit the game with it. Like that's a, that's exciting, right? So I don't think people are going to yep. ever get bored. Uh, people, There's going to be people who's going to be upset because it's not the way it used to be. Used to be, yep. Yeah. Tell that to Blackberry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nokia, I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, so you guys ever think the game is going to find its way going back inward, like back towards you know, post up game, heavy inside out play? Uh, right now, we're seeing a lot of dribble drive, pace and space, um, high octane. Uh, you know, seven seconds or less, you know, in the shot clock and stuff like that. Are you ever going to start to see, you guys think we're ever going to go back to seeing more of an inside dominance in the way the NBA is played? Okay, what you think? I think it's possible. We need the right player to do so. Zion was coming in like, he about to be this machine down low. And this machine has been slow to get off the tracks. Mm. We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> he's not doing what he's supposed to. And B has been, you know, He's been doing some footwork down there. I don't know if y'all been checking him either, but he he got some post play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not just a, a, a shooter in the mid range or even stretch of the three. He does it sometimes too. But his he got a pretty good post play. Yeah. Yep. So I think with the right player like Embiid or Zion that has the attraction, that has the the following, and they continue to do what they do, they're gonna show you that hey, there could be there could be wins with this style of play, and that may be the. The blocking factor right now for other teams is like, nah, we need we need shooters, we need shooters, because we don't see any other way to win. But if Embiid and Zion and these other guys show you, hey, I'm doing it, I'm winning, then I, I won't see a reason why that can't become not not the refocus, but get reintroduced as more of a focus as it is right now. And inside out, now you could always like, hey, put it in. Now everybody want to collapse on that same dude. Now your three point shooters even get that much more benefit. Mm-hmm. So. It's also going to help the three-point shooters to, to bring back the inside game. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's there. It's there as a possibility for sure. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Brad, you, you feel the same way? Um, I think anything is possible. I think he had a great pulse on it. I think it takes my experience or from me watching the sport, what I noticed is two things either happen. You have these kind of great generational talents. You have a Shaq or you have a Joel Embiid. You need somebody at Zion. Look like he was poised to be that guy who can just come and change the game, you know, like how Steph did with the three-point. But then it also depends on some of the rules, right? I think right now shooters have some favorable rules. They've been trying to change that a little bit. 
um, when you go into the post, it's easier for the team to come and collapse onto the single point, and that's where the rebound's gonna be easier anyways. So there's more benefit for collapsing. Whereas like if you're out on the wing and the floor is spread out, you're more likely to have like an ISO one-on-one situation. And if you could just be a dead eye and knock down that shot, it's a very high percentage shot. And another thing about it, you know, we said Zion is we've been waiting, it's, it's slow to get off the tracks. When you're that guy in the paint and posting up, it's a lot of contact. It's a, a lot, lot of contact, contact a lot mm -hmm. of wear and tear. You could be, I feel like you could be a three point shooter a lot longer than you could be that guy dominating the paint. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's gonna have to be just somebody who could just come out here and knock down and dominate and you know survive the wear and tear and or you know some role changes to make it uh, a little bit less favorable for shooters or more favorable for people being in the post. That yeah. that's what it would take for me. Yeah, yeah, it has to be like this transcendent player like that. You know, shows that you can win by having you, you need to have a big man on your team if you go to win and that may be another Shaq, Shaq 2.0 or someone who is as dominant that you know you need to like Draymond ain't gonna cut it like you just can't put him on yeah. there because he's you know he's getting pushed out the way um you know so I, I I do think that it would require that and he also but he's also going to have to be lighter foot meaning he a lot of times, big men like that, at least back in the night, uh, well, in the past five years, they've been slow on the pick and roll. So that's the reason why big men was trying to be phased out because of the fact that, um, and, and people were favoring small balls because pick and roll, you were just they were just getting eaten up, you know, um, mm -hmm. and and with everyone at the three point line, it just opens up the lanes and all that stuff, right? So um, I do think that. Uh, it has to be a transcendent player who is like who he has to be fast, able to to fight to guard all, all five positions, and he's going to have to be equally um, unguardable um, at at the post and highly efficient. You know, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe some rule change too. I don't think rule change is going to is going to change. Uh, it's going to happen only because it, the NBA knows that um, offense. High scoring games, you know, high points, high like flying activity right. offensively that sells tickets, right? That's what gets yeah. people excited. So I don't yeah. I don't think they're gonna do anything that is going to inhibit that. You know, they're gonna they're not gonna say slow the game down. They're gonna say speed the game yeah. up. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Um so I, I don't think that that's is gonna be through rule changes, but yeah, maybe through how they officiate certain calls, like, you know, making it uh less favorable for um, you know offensive players to get fouls called on them for like you know flopping or kicking out their legs or that that swing through that uh kd and, and chris paul does regularly um right, regularly yeah regularly <laughs> i'm like man so uh so yeah i agree i agree with everything you guys are saying i think it had to be like a transcendent transcendent uh dominant player so so we'll I, see i i think i think too when i i look at you know how Shaq was just truly just dominating people like it could be Duncan Robinson's just, just come off, get off me. I'm gonna just <laughs> slam it in the paint. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of offensive foul they call if there was a check like that. <laughs> yeah. Like before, what was just like you know, hey man, get, get big, go hit the gym is now like you know, which may be the right thing to do is hey, hey if you were in the right position, if you're, if your arms, he's already seven foot. If your arms reach a certain level on the player that's yep, defending yep, yep. you, like 
a lot of that stuff is gonna make it kind of hard for that player to to come through even if you were that that unstoppable force you also have to be like you were saying light on your feet and you got to be very cerebral and, and aware of how the defense is going to try and draw those offensive fouls yeah yeah man Did, didn't this didn't this Shaq took some um what it was like pilates or ballet or something like that i don't know if it was a rumor back in the day it was like man these guys would do some you know some nimble. yeah just to get nimble and be able to be like what you said lie on their feet mm-hmm. man it could have been a rumor it could have been just something that was being put out there but yeah man you gotta do what it takes to get your game up and there's ways there's ways to get you a little bit more suave on the toes <laughs> yeah um he probably did I, I wouldn't be surprised i know a lot of i know um offensive linemen or defensive linemen football players in, they say, in the nfl yeah. they do pilates yoga ballet just to kind of become mm-hmm. more light-footed and and more agile so i'm not yeah. surprised if, i wouldn't be surprised if Shaq did it too uh, but it had to be uh, my um, Orlando Shaq because LA Shaq was not doing none the offseason. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we'll see. But so, so let's go back to Steph Curry, man. Y'all think like he he got this record now? I mean, it's only going to grow with time until he decides he wants to hang up the sneakers. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys ever think his record would be broken? Wherever the record set at, you think he's gonna it's gonna be broken or it's gonna be up there with the Wilts 100 point game that's just collecting dust? Um, in the in the the annals of uh, all the records that the uh, NBA has uh, it hanging in there for you, y'all think? Oh, you going with first? Oh man, we're <laughs> gonna go with you, Cat. Uh, no, we'll go with you, Reg. What you think? I think anything is possible um, in terms of records being broken, especially like you said, it's been a slow transition over the years on like you know how aggressive people want to be with the threes. Before that would have been like, hey, why are you passing up? that fast break opportunity why you know instead of shooting the three when well, now it's just like hey if you got an open look like we're encouraging shooters to uh, to go ahead and take it you see people are still breaking three-point records um i think duncan robinson i don't know if it's an nba record or a franchise record of like 58 straight games of hitting a three-pointer or i think you know earlier in his career maybe like a season or two ago they were talking about he was like the youngest player to hit 200 three-pointers or something like that so there's always that new guy that they're going to be putting in there that could be a role player maybe he has to do less than step maybe he just got to be a spot up three like a clay who stays healthy like who knows what tomorrow may bring they might introduce four pointers like who who knows what tomorrow may bring so i always think it's possible but like we said there's still time on his clock so it, yeah it, man it's just scary to think how fast he got there and how much more time he has left you know potentially on the clock yeah okay All right. uh, yeah that's the thing he still got room to go um yeah. can you catch up i don't see why not but at the same time you have to think about who who he's already passed and these guys were at the top notch of the three-point line even the people who are shooting really well right now i'm looking at a a list here on nba.com i'm seeing james harden right behind reggie at, at, at 25 2500 kyle is up there and then everybody else, before I get to Dame Lillard, is, is no longer playing. Vince Carter, Jason Terry, Jamal, Jamal Crawford still playing, I think. Paul Pierce. So, like, between what's left is Dame or James or Kyle that's going to do it in this era. That's not probably going to happen. So, it got to be the next It got to be the next talent that's going to come. And we can't speak to that. So, everybody's on the court right now doing what Steph did. Doing what Steph is doing, right? Like he said, they, they, people were trying to hook. 
Now everybody's going to the court. No one's, no one's going on the free throw line and saying, let me practice my free throw. People are going out there on the three-point line, even the half-court line, and they're practicing yeah. the half-court shots, like legitimately mm-hmm. practicing the half-court shots. So when you change the game and you raise the bar like this, it's crazy the type of people that floods in after after you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would love to say he'll stay up there and, and get some dust, but man, he he's opened the floodgates, and I'm seeing I'm seeing the the streets, I'm seeing the courts in the streets. People are out there practicing. They're coming for him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, one thing I don't think we really talk about with Steph Curry, when you're that guy, when you're that Wilt Chamberlain, you and you get that hundred points, like you had to. That's something you had to put in yourself. Like, ah, uh, I want to do that. Like it's you had to motivate yourself. Like, what was he chasing? Like, like you know, maybe he's just playing his game. Maybe he's not chasing yeah. it. But now that next guy, he has a target. Mm-hmm. See, he knows what he's working for. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I know Steph was here by then, so I'm trying to be here by then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that helps or hurts, but hurts. Yeah, exactly. It's out there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm glad that you guys hedged y'all hedged y'all bets. I hope y'all win. Uh, I'm gonna go out here on a limb and say that he's it's definitely gonna be broken. It's just it's not wherever it stops at, it's gonna be broken. Records are made to be broken, and you know, outside of Will Chamberlain's 100, I've seen everyone else's record being broken <laughs> or about to be broken. Like I don't like the fact that the game is is faster. There's more people coming out the gate shooting. Remember, uh, I'm about calling CB3. Um, Steph Curry wasn't shooting high volume threes in his when he first started, and he was injury pro. He lost all those years. And Trey Young is coming out of college, throwing up throwing up shots. Luka Doncic is coming out of Serbia, shooting them shots. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And so now that it's acceptable, it's okay to throw up a yep. bunch of shots and, and stuff. Like, the hot the volume of threes has like exponentially grown. So wherever he stops, like. I'm sorry. It's, it's gonna be nice to see, but we ain't gonna see that last for too long. Um, uh, but I mean, again, that's that will happen to be the first person. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You saying that, but you gotta remember, just like you said, right? When he's the first person, he just did it. Like he adjusted in his career. Now, defense has seen it, and defenses have a chance to be like, okay, we got schemes to come and counteract that. They they try to do it with Steph and Steph has just you know been able to shake that and transcend it. But you know the the game changes. You know you're not gonna see that hundred point game from Wilt because the competition level, the parity, all that in the league is just not what it was back then. I agree. I would ask that question like how like what what caused the Wilt Chamberlain record to hold, and and why can't that repeat itself? Yeah, I think there was rules. I think the level of competition and the man was a freaking nature. All of that, yeah, all of that, yeah. all of that. Uh, we got a lot going on, right? Like Steph is a freak of nature. The rules have changed into favor three-point shooters, and who knows if they're gonna continue in that direction? It, it may, it yeah. may change one day. I mean, so yeah, I mean, factors, man, factors. But, but like I was saying, now you got Dylan Brooks's out here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Dylan, yeah. there ain't Dylan Brooks on every team. There's a Dylan Brooks on every uh, like every third of a team, every fourth of a team. I, I wouldn't be surprised in five, ten years from now, everybody's gonna want to have a Dylan Brooks kind of two-way player to guard a Steph or a Trey, like who can just be on you the whole floor mm-hmm. and still give you offense. I wouldn't be surprised if that's you know the the next thing that people start trying to put on the roster. Mm. For real? Yeah. You mean like, you mean like Paul the... George? 
Nah, oh, I want to okay. say Paul George. Okay. Okay. I want to say Paul George. Either but try. Maybe he was that, but sneaking yeah. that in. Just asking. Yeah. Just asking. You know. I mean, I mean, I guess he was that, you know, he suffered some injuries and, you know, mental mental things going on, but I, he, he was a two, he's a two-way player that can give you some offense, I guess, but... He's a two-way player, yes. But he's not he's not on you on the whole floor. I'm talking about, like, people who are just gonna... They're, they're comfortable in that role. Hmm, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. And they're not a liability on offense. I got That's you. What I'm I got you, I got you. What are you gonna say, Kev? No, no, I was just, I was commenting. I was, I was agree with him. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see, man. Look, I look, I'm all in on, on this not lasting. I ain't saying to him. Well, what's it not lasting? Hold on, hold on. Because see, you, I, you, I don't know. I don't, because I don't, because <laughs> that when I can't predict. In our lifetime? In our lifetime? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be sick. Okay. We'll see before, okay. before you okay. pass away. <laughs> oh, <but> damn. <laughs> so, yeah, man, so. But uh, yeah, man, that's, it's always a good thing to have, man. Uh, uh, hopefully it stays up there, but you know, uh, like I said, you know, whatever it is, whenever it comes down, let's enjoy while it's up there. So congrats to Steph, congrats to the Warriors. Um, San Francisco Warriors, um, I heard that there was a new name change. Uh, so yeah, you for real? Nah, nah, I'm just playing. They always they they they, 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 gonna, they gonna call themselves Golden State, but you know they they move to the to the this, the that would be hella confusing. Side. They, they that would be the confusing. Side. They better not do that because we got Santa Cruz Warriors. It's too too many. Well, you know they start off as the Santa the San Francisco Warriors, right? I did not know that. Man, how you a Warriors fan? You don't even know the facts. Come on, don't do that. Don't pull that out. Don't pull that out. Don't pull that out. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. It's like you know, I'm, you know, I'm not the one. I'm not the one talking about. I was a fan since Baron Davis. I'm not the one. I ain't don't don't go guy. there. Don't go there. Fans come in uh, every day. It's like, oh, you came in. All right, you gotta go back like 50 years of history. You better, you better. You can't be coming in and paying attention to the games you're watching today. You gotta go back in, catch up, hey, and then start watching the games today. Hey, save, that, save that for the people who claim that's their team. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. 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 I thought you was a fan. I thought you was out here claiming them. So I don't know, man. You confuse hey, me sometimes, man. Sometimes you are Must heat. Must be to the Hey, I'm always a heat. In the confusion. In the confusion. Yeah. We we in the bay. We feel the energy of the bay. We, we you know we rocking it. In the confusion. That's all it is. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all some 49 jerseys then, since y'all are so committed to the Bay Area. You know. I ain't gonna lie. When and I first got here, I was really trying to rock with them 49ers. Then. What happened? I mean, I watch them, yeah, you know. Yeah. I like, I like, I like Seahawks better at the time, to be honest. Yeah, that was. I remember that was too. For me, it's just like they, they just couldn't really get it together. They got um, together I now. Want, then I moved. Then I moved to the town, and I wanted to be a Raiders fan, and they don't moved on to Vegas. So. Left here. Yeah. So, so Jimmy G, man, go ahead, get behind the Jimmy G movement. Man. No, I can't. <laughs> I, I try to. <laughs> Try to like the Dolphins too, man. I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm just put my head on these Cowboys. Sorry, go ahead. I knew the Cowboys. Fan. I knew the Cowboys. You've been here. You've been in Jerry Jones camp for too long. Nah, you see that when you start talking about Jerry Jones and stuff, I don't want nothing to do with them. Yo, oh, now you don't want nothing to do with them. Okay, all right, man. We'll I like see. I like the players and the outfits in the in the stadium. I don't don't I don't like the owner. Oh, you know, let's see how that goes. <laughs> you tennis yeah, no, 
You like Andy Dalton last year? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see, man. We, we're looking to get you um, access to some some cowboy gear, man. I, I know some hey. folks, so. Say that dog face. Hey. That just reminded me. I, I, want, I want to compare you to, to one of those people, Brad, but that just reminded me of, like, a sitcom and the wife who knows nothing about football. She's like, oh, I like that outfit. It's cute. Wow. <laughs> you like that, bro. Wow. It's The fits is fire. That's why I like the Raiders, too. I, I mean, I like the Raiders because... They have that history of being the gritty team and all that. Yeah, but yeah. That okay. black and silver, bro. I, no, that's cool, yeah. I, I do like the black and silver. Okay. Right, iconic. Hey, there's another iconic team. It's called Green and Yellow, the Big Cheese, the, the Frozen Tundra, the Green Bay Packers, man. Aaron Rodgers, if you haven't heard of this guy, man, he's probably like the second best quarterback um, over the age of 30, 37. Uh, with Tom Brady being number one, cause he's you know he 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 gets those mulligans, but that's that's okay, you know what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers is still out here breaking records. He's tied the oh, I'm about to break the record, tied the franchise record for the Green Bay Packers with touchdowns at 442 with the the late great Brett Favre of the Green Bay Packers. Um, not that he's dead or anything, but he's no longer a Packer, man. You know, he's a... Man, you when you said that, man, you got me shot. Yo, you got me shot. No, I went, my, my fingers went straight to the keyboard. Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> no, man. No, nah, man. They, the the uh, Brett Favre is, uh, I mean, Green Bay Packers is, uh, I'm sorry. Brett Favre is dead to the Green Bay Packers, man, because he, he kept trying to come back. And he was like, we don't want you no more, man. They sent him to the, he had to go to the Jets and then he had to go back to the Vikings to play because of all the retirements. But real quick, do we know what Favre's retirements? Do we know what Favre's um, career touchdowns were? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably uh, more than 400. Oh, three. 508. 508? Yeah. Okay. So he still got some work to do, but it's still impressive nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. But he lost. He's about to lose this record. So uh, let's it's just say. Franchise record that he broke, right? Franchise yeah. record. It's, yeah. it's, it's tied. So next game may be broken. Yeah. But, okay. But, uh, yeah, man, let's just talk about Aaron Rodgers' bag because he definitely did that and also clinched the NFC uh, division. Not the, not the whole division, the NFC, uh, but the NFC North um, for, you know, so they, they got a playoff berth. I'm just saying like that. You know what I'm saying? They beat the Ravens. And, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is having a great season right here. He only threw four. He threw two interceptions week one. He's thrown two interceptions since, and wow. he's number wow. six in the QBR. He has 27 touchdowns. They're just winning. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is doing whatever Aaron Rodgers does. So uh, I'll be considering the plethora of news that's coming out of the Aaron Rodgers camp uh, this past summer, this offseason before training camp. Uh, did anyone even see this coming from Aaron Rodgers, considering what happened in the offseason and game week one? Uh, of the NFL. Yeah, I was gonna say you talk, you talking about preseason. I remember we yeah. one just looking up. I was surprised when we were talking about the the damn Packers and they were having a winning record. I was like, after week one, I felt like they took like four losses just week one. Like it was just that bad of a loss. It just they looked so lackluster that I was just like, this team's gonna be trash and wrote them off. But man, what a season he's having, showing that mm-hmm. hey, you can have a disgruntled player come back and you know give give you the business. Might even might even take them all the way to the chip. Yo, 
That'd be crazy if we did that. Uh, yeah. But but uh, Kev, what you think, man? This is something like, did you see this coming? Charlie, y'all, man, I, I was right there with, with with him the whole way. I was like, Aaron, you can do this. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. This is just a slow start. You got it. You know what I mean? But nah, I wasn't really there with him. I, I, I was all in those news about him not wanting to be on the team. He's salty about bringing on a QB. I thought he just going to give up on the season and just be like, man, I'm going to give y'all whatever and I'll be done with y'all. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, but I, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. But he did come off of a really good season last year. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. So it's like, it shouldn't be surprising because he has such a good season. But given all the drama, I thought it would have impacted so, I mean, he did what he does as a, as a professional. He put that behind him, got in the field, put his socks up, and played like a big boy. I also feel like I also feel like this is the blueprint for I want to get traded. Is come on the field and perform and bring your value up. Yeah, <laughs> show your show your value. Trade me if you want him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My stock is up now, so I, I take it. Yeah, are, you, are you saying that's what Ben Simmons should be doing? I ain't gonna tell nobody what to do, but uh, okay. yeah, this yeah. seems this seems it seems like a, a good way to get it done. Oh, okay, All that's right. my opinion. Okay, it does, it does. But, but you gotta be capable, though, um, sniper Chris. You gotta be capable. <laughs> if the dude, if the dude, if the dude doesn't, doesn't feel capable, and he go down and bounce himself even more, it's gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, it's like nah. So. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like at this point, uh, I want it to be a full Ben Simmons conversation. But I feel like showing that you're willing to go out there and try it. Might, it can't hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, I can see that too. And the thing is too full, man. That's the thing with everything you're saying makes sense. <laughs> you're like, go ahead and try. You always go. They'll be like, nah, chill out. Don't put no. You know, like it's like I don't know what to tell you, man. Not, isn't that isn't that why the media is so great? Because they say he should try. He comes out and tries. Like what? Who told him he's going on the floor? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Exactly, exactly. Oh, man. So, happy everyone, man. You can only do what you do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's even more impressive when I look at the the way that the landscape of the NFL right now is. A lot of these teams are in the playoff hunt, so it's a pretty competitive season. So for him to just stand out like that when other franchises are kind of like succumbing to the pressure, I think it's really it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Aaron Rodgers is doing this season. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely cerebral. Um, he's top 10 in yards. He's like I say, he's number six in QBR. The dude is first in, t- in interceptions. He's only thrown four. Like think about that. He's his record is 11 and three, and he's he barely missed that, <laughs> matched that with uh, with his interceptions. Uh, and like I said, 27 touchdowns. He's whoever's he goes into freaking Chicago and still says I still own you. Like the bra- the bravado on this guy, like. The fact, like, just just imagine you making fun of Aaron Rodgers on the field, and then <laughs> we're not realize you had three more quarters to play against this guy. He tell me he just tortures you uh, soon thereafter. Like, I mean, like I said, he's playing on a different level. He's definitely cerebral. Uh, I did not see this coming. I, I look, you know what? I would have been okay with Petty Aaron coming out and just throwing games, just like throwing it in the dirt. He just out here digging ditches. I mean, I would have been totally okay with that. Like, like not even trying, no effort, just to kind of just, just, just rub it in the nose in the corporation, uh, uh, like just rub it in their faces and stuff, man. So, uh, but you know, he's obviously more professional than I am. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> uh, 
but uh but yeah i mean i didn't see this coming man so i mean with that said he's going to the playoffs i mean he's probably going to at least win one or two games maybe make it to the nfc uh championship let's say all this happens man and i know some people are calling this the last dance uh uh with him and um Devonte adams so, uh, do y'all think, uh, and this is going to go to the Reds, but I'm going to see what he has to say, man. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay with the Packers, man, after this season? Uh, Are you gonna, you, I don't know. I, he strikes me as somebody who doesn't move in fear. So, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's going to take his lead and get out of there. I think he's going to go and do what makes him happy. I think when somebody publicly makes those kind of proclamations, there, there's a couple things that are driving them to do that more than you know money it could be maybe he doesn't want to be there maybe you know he's newly married maybe his wife doesn't want to be there it could be so many factors i can't see somebody having so much success in a franchise and being like eh, i'm out like the season they're having right now what they put together with this team just looks phenomenal but i think aaron Rodgers, he's a great talent he's just gonna take it and go somewhere anyway Mm, okay. Is he is he is he speaking that out right now? I remember in the beginning it was a little shaky, but has he made any comments? Um, not recent, but just within the mid season or anything that he's putting the helmet on and like you said, playing the game. Yeah, letting, letting letting he got an agent. They got people to broker this stuff and handle this stuff. Let's them do that, and he's doing his job. That's how he's I see it. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I haven't heard anything new, man. So. Uh, when you saw the, when I saw the question, I was like, I'm not even sure what he's gonna do, because I feel like if you have success with the team and things are, are flowing, maybe you could go back and do it again. But if there's other things that that making it sticky and it, it's still a problem, maybe it's what he's doing. He's just putting his head down, doing his thing, but really it's just to be able to get to the next step. So I, I don't know, man. This one, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know where to get my info from to say whether or not he'll stay. It's <laughs> a tough question. If it was in this level of success, I'd have been like, yeah, he's out. Yeah, exactly. It's just crazy how well they're doing. Yeah. And I'm looking at the losses they taught. They lost to the Vikings. Is kind of you know it happens. They lost by three, and then they lost to the Chiefs. And then I think they had some yeah. other loss. But they lost to the I Vikings, think that was yeah. that first loss. That first, first loss, game. I think, mm-hmm. the first the uh, Saints, yep. where they got blown out, where we were just like, "Oh, this is a wrap." Yeah. I don't know. What are you, what are you saying, Chris? What are you saying? What are you know, saying? Man. What are you thinking? I don't know, man. Look, he look. He just a little mad, man. He a little upset. He's not leaving Green Bay. You know why? Because he's successful. No matter. It's it, it's like a it's like a uh, watching a band create great music like they hate like they argue they bitter they they thrash they do all that stuff then next thing you know man you got fuji's the score like that's that's what it is right so i mean look they green bay don't have to like aaron Rodgers. and aaron Rodgers don't have to like green bay but they know that together they're gonna like they are in a in a place to succeed now that's assuming they both have the level of respect like oh i hate you i hate your guts but like we're making magic so like i'll put up with it uh now if you know because this is the thing if they split up and aaron Rodgers ain't making a making it no closer to the wherever he's supposed to like the super bowl or anywhere and green mm-hmm. bay ain't ain't just far off the, the face of the earth then or they like it's they, they're a lesser version of themselves then 
all that breaker was for nothing. Like you 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 you're cutting off the nose to spite your face at that point. So yeah, news news. Mm. I don't I don't think look Aaron Rodgers is gonna sit here and he's gonna fuss and whine, talk about how he ain't being caught up, all that stuff. He gonna come out here and still play. So you know I don't know, what? man. I think I think sometimes people just like to 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 go into work happy, bro. I I, I think True. about it. LeBron James, when he left the Miami Heat, yeah, they lost to the Spurs in the championship that year, but that team was not, you know, in any way bad. It, no, Still left. No, it wasn't. When he left, when he left the Cleveland Cavaliers, that team was in many ways bad, but they made it, had great success, mm-hmm. toppled a lot of these young teams that we thought might, you know, be those guys. Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, they all put up a great fight. Championed on and took them to the champ. Uh, they got swept, you know, but that, that was still, you know, a success mm-hmm. making it to the championship. He still left, right? Yeah, so I, I think sometimes when people declare that they gonna mm-hmm. leave, that he might as well expect them to leave. Oh, okay. Has he been on that? Has he been on that tip since, though? Is what I'm asking. Has he, has he in the beginning, it was something a little shady, but has he mentioned anything about it since, or has it just been like you said, head down, playing the game? I think he hasn't mentioned it, but it's just more so speaking to his level of like, there's Aaron Rodgers, the player, the talent, mm-hmm. you know, in the off season, pushing for what he wants. And then there's Aaron Rodgers, the player, in the, the talent on the field, who's just like, I need to be the quarterback and do quarterback yeah. things. And to do that, I have to put some of this other stuff to the side. For yeah, now. Should. Yeah. I don't think that means I, I forgot or it doesn't matter to me anymore of course of course like, of course it's like doing what he needs to do to operate on the field because that that doesn't help him on the field all uh, uh, sensible things man so yeah. so so you're saying so you're saying he's leaving or you saying you i still know. think he's leaving i think he's yeah. I, th- I don't think he's a fearful player like oh what if i don't make it what if this next situation i think he's he believes in himself that he's i think he's that great of a talent and i think he believes himself that great of a talent that whatever he goes to next will be a good move for him. okay oh yeah for sure i, I don't i don't he'll not move um thinking about i i, I won't make it yeah, I, I, I don't see that from him. Oh, oh many great talents. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, why would they say that about themselves? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, if he wants to come to San Francisco, I'm, I'm all down for it. But um, oh yeah, I mean, don't you already got two two QBs? We do, but you know, what's wrong with having three QBs? <laughs> But to be, to be, you know what that is? Deep <laughs> down in your heart, deep down in your heart, you know you don't like either one of them QBs, to be honest. Ooh, I do like Trey Lance. I do like Trey Lance. I mean, Garoppolo. Oh, Garoppolo, he's a little tough. He's, 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 you know, he's a placeholder right now, you know, so. I think you, I think you like Trey Lance, but you don't think he's ready. He's and not I think ready. Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G, you're not sold. I think, I think you, I think you sold in the other direction. I think you, you're convinced that Jimmy G is just keeping it together. <laughs> He got these hey. patches of, of goodness, but I don't. Th- I think he's ready for him to move on. That's little, how I see it. A little bit of patchwork, you know what I'm saying? Just keep the band-aids, you know, sticking. That's about it, man. But after that, yo, like, you're not better than Aaron Rodgers. Right. We're not. We're not. We're, yeah. That's not. That's not. That's not an argument. So. Nope. So. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers, bring him back home to you know California. That's where he's from. So, you know, a little okay, hometown. Okay. Uh, homecoming, you know, so uh, yeah, we we're, we're hey, working out too well, huh? What'd you say, Reg? How's it gonna make sense? His wife's a actress too. 
Cali vibes, there close to the Hollywood. There you go. Yeah, don't yeah, don't go to the Rams or the uh, or the Chargers. It's just it's not not a good look. So uh, why not? Anyway, uh, no, we're not getting into because you know. <laughs> he wants them on the 49ers. I mean, why would you go to? <laughs> <laughs> How's the Rams record compared to the Niners records right now? I, I, I know the Rams start to fall off a little bit. A couple losses back to back there. Oh, they're 9-4. Yeah, they're 9-4. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, I mean, you can go there, but I mean, people people don't even really attend like those football games. It's oh, in LA. Really? Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's so many things to do. You get distracted and stuff like that. Not him bringing up, not that's him bringing up the things attention. to do. That, that, that's one of the things to do. Exactly. <laughs> that's just one of the things to do. Exactly. So I mean, look. Oh, you know, look. They need to have you. When they try to pitch 49ers to Rogers, you need to be in the room. I never heard somebody this uh, uh recite the attendance as a reason why you need to hey you know what stadium don't even really be sold out like... hey, hey, hey maybe they should tell that to lamarcus Aldridge when when they were trying to uh lakers trying to improve them because they probably told them like oh man you get these free movie tickets I'm like bro going to the spurs so <laughs> So we'll see, man. We'll see, man. We'll keep an eye on Aaron Rodgers, man. I said, I said he's staying. Red said he going. Uh, oh, I don't see why he would leave right now. I don't see why. It has to be a personal, like it has to be like a personal reason, man. I have no reason to stand behind him leaving unless it's unless it's what he wants. Gotcha. But with a winning team, winning record, doing great things. You know, let's let's keep the orchestra going. Let's exactly. keep playing that rhythm. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, if we run the tapes, the frustration was what not being con- uh, considered, considered when they made the draft pick. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Didn't, yeah. That, that that didn't change. So either he got over it, <laughs> which winning might help you get over some things. I ain't gonna lie to you. It yeah. does. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> or maybe they did some management changes to to you know, or some made some assurances or promises to let them know that they won't do that in the fu- future. But. Was there any personal changes in that front office? No, I don't think so. So no. I don't know. Yeah. To me, it's, it seems like it's, it's, he already said he said what he said. <laughs> like what you said there, though. Like what you said. You said when it makes you get over some things. Like that's just it's a fact, man. Like yeah. yeah, I love the silence of my team when things are going great. <laughs> it's like when things are going great, ain't nobody got nothing to say. We're just rolling along. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right, man. We'll keep an eye on that, man. Congrats to Aaron Rodgers for being the future franchise uh, holder of touchdowns in Green Bay. Uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be there about in, in five days or so. So, um, all right, man. We should leave it right there, though. We'll just go ahead and and, and wind down, man. Reg, you got anything you want to say in the sign off? Uh, you know, just thank everybody for rocking with us. You know, week in and week out, we try to be consistent. Hit you with on this Tuesday, and you know, you guys keep showing up. So we appreciate it. Like, follow, subscribe, um, and find us on the socials. You know, uh, that's yep. it. Okay. And hit us up in the comments. You know, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what's what. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see, what you haven't cared seeing. You know, put a thumbs down if you don't like it. At least we know. Put a thumbs up if you do. We, 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 get a thumbs we appreciate down. Those, that. Those people don't know how to shoot threes if you thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, tell us what you what you think about the Steph Curry record, man. It, is it how long it's gonna stay up there, and uh, what you think the state of basketball is gonna be like in the future? Um, also, tell us about Aaron Rodgers. How you feel about Aaron Rodgers? 
uh, becoming the new Brett Favre of Green Bay. Uh, and not and, and for only the good stuff, not the bad stuff. Like, not all the sexual harassment stuff that he was doing. Um, but, yeah, man. <laughs> Nobody even remember that. <laughs> I didn't hey. even know about it. So hey. I got to go do some research and figure out why he tries. <laughs> but uh, do you have a factoid for us today? Yes, yes, I do, man. And this is this is in honor of the one who is not here, the one we we uh, we do not mention. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, in, in football... I didn't know this. In, in the NFL, the home team must provide the referee with 36 footballs for each NFL game. Now, that don't really sound too weird until I start thinking about the flake gate. So, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is a nice little factoid to tie into to Thomas Brady slash Bill Belichick slash the NFL Patriots. That's why I said the phone thing is. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's not his fault. He threw his he threw, threw his phone away. Um, I'm, I'm fighting back on that. I'm fighting back. That's that's you. That's you. You you projected. You projected. Hey hey hey. <laughs> Home team must provide 36 football. <laughs> that's a fact. So wow. it just it just so when when it starts to look a little wavy, a little shaky in the why, air. You know why, why can't we just have an impartial third party directly supply the balls? This is a weird, weird thing. It's called a home field advantage. And 36? Why not, thir- why not 30? Why not 29? Why not just two? <laughs> but uh, these 36 balls go on to be inspected by the referees? Or not? we just take it as face value? Yeah, face value? Oh, wow. Nah. We running on an honor system. They're checking it. They're checking it. What do y'all do? They're checking it, man. They're checking it. Okay. okay. All right. This sounds like a plot out of Space Jam. Like, really just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. I, I call fake. I call fake news on that. Hey, hey, back checkers, people. If you're watching yeah. us, checkers, let us know. Steph <laughs> Curry got computer chips in basketball. <laughs> he could have some weights and some magnets. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's crazy. Hey, so that's a nice. That's a nice thing to know. So when y'all see the um, the boss look a little wavy, look a little a little low in air. Air pressure. You never know. They, huh? Then we know who who to go to. So, um, but yeah, man. With that said, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and sign out, man. Like I said, like, subscribe, hit us five stars on the Apple Podcast. Hit us like in all the other platforms. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe all other places. Subscribe on social media. Uh, like I said, we're here every Tuesday. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. So until then, man, we will catch y'all on the flip side next Tuesday, man. Until then, guys, deuces. Peace.